When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com, your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful folks at PitcherList.com. I am your host, Brian Nutrikin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on Twitter at BDNTrick, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. We are here to talk some baseball for you, folks. Recapping your Sunday, April 30th edition, and get you ready for a fun, kind of short Monday of action on May 1st. Yes, it's May. We are over a month into the baseball season, and it's been a glorious start to the year. Let's talk about some recent news, notes, and happenings around the diamond on Monday for you here on the First Pitch Podcast. Good news out the gate here. I know Jake talked about it over the weekend. An awesome job for Jake over the weekend. But first, I wanted to mention it because we've been talking about it this whole month. Liam Hendricks is real close, folks. Golf claps all around. Liam Hendricks is real close. Another person returning from the IL earlier than expected. Obviously, cancer is much worse than this. But another guy returning early, though, Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper, folks, he's going to meet with doctors on Monday. And if all goes well... He'll be in the lineup on Tuesday. That's what we're talking about. We already reported before. No I, no, I, uh, rehab stint will be needed. He's just passing this test, that test, and the other. He'll DH first. Eventually, he's going to go and play first base for the Philadelphia Phillies. So keep an eye on that one. If you have Bryce Harper and you've been stashing him, it might be time to plug him into your lineups. Brandon Woodruff's MRI came back with very positive notes, the Brewers said. Positive enough to hope he'll be back by the end of June. So... Basically, it's in line, I think, with the early speculations of what took place. So you got Brandon Woodruff coming back end of June if everything keeps going on this path. He's a stash as long as you can, folks. You know, if you have IL spots, obviously he's there. And in FPC and other formats don't have IL spots, you stash Woodruff as long as you can. It's not easy for a lo- that long of a period of time. We're talking almost basically two more months, but you got to do it if you can. The, sense of the Seattle Mariners activated Taylor Trammell from the IL, and they placed uh, Easton McGee onto the IL with a right forearm strain. Taylor Trammell managed to hit a grand slam early in Sunday's game for the Mariners. So welcome back, Trammell. Aaron Judge missed the weekend series with his hip injury that we've documented earlier or late last week, and the Yankees are going to give him more tests on Monday, hoping he does not have to go on the IL, but a decision should be made Monday if he's going retroactively or just going to kind of play it out and hopefully play Tuesday for the Yankees. So we'll have better news or at least a game plan on Monday from the Yankees if they're being honest with us right now. Minnesota Twins, Tyler Molly, this is a bad one. Uh, like he, he left his last start. They are hoping he could just kind of sit, sit a few days and uh, get better. That wasn't working, so they did a bunch of tests. The MRI, sh- MRI showed a posterior impingement and a flexor pronator strain. Well, not one thing, two things for Tyler Molly. The Twins are shutting him down for the next four weeks from throwing anything, period. They don't have to ramp back up. He's a drop for me, folks. He's a drop unless you have a bunch of IL spots. He's good. To me, that's like at least a two-month, if not longer, 
duration of time. So, Tyler Molly, it's been real, but it's been real bad. So, we'll see you later. Mike Ostromsky felt a pop in his hamstring when he ran for the game-winning hit on Sunday in Mexico City. I was watching that game live, and he he pulled up, and he was just grabbing the back of his leg. And he he was at least comical in his post-game, saying, I felt this pop, but hey, the game's on the line. i got to try to make the play. Then he joked and said, well, mustache may, I might have to extend it into June. Which, if you read between the tea leaves, I think he thinks it's bad enough that he'll be hitting the IL. So keep an eye on Mike Ostromsky news. Giants have an embarrassment of... Riches is the wrong word. With the Giants, they have Hanniger, they have Slater, they have Conforto, they have Wade, they have more outfielders they know what to do with in the minor leagues. So there's options that will be had, but Yastrzemski is actually having a good season, like 280 on the year. Uh, he's going to be missed for sure. Baltimore Orioles, they called up uh, prospect Kyle Stowers from AAA. He's hitting 293 with five home runs, one stolen base, and 17 games so far at AAA. They optioned Joey Ortiz back to AAA, played a couple games at second base for the Orioles. Stowers got some big boy power. He's got a lot of right-handed pitchers he's facing this week. He could be a fun streamer in your fantasy circles. I want to see what the Orioles decide to do with him. He started on Sunday with one for four, so that's great. Uh, let's see if they get to play him regularly. So he's a, if he's a regular contributor, Kyle Stowers is a great power source uh, going going for the next couple months at least as he's uh, in the Orioles lineup. Some good news out of Chicago, not just the Liam Hendricks news, but Tim Anderson is scheduled to return from the I.L. on Tuesday. The White Sox next game is Tuesday, of course. So uh, Tim Anderson back early from his expected four-week absence, more like a two, two-and-a-half-week absence. Much needed for fantasy managers all around. Enrique Hernandez of the Boston Red Sox missed his second straight game with an ankle injury on Sunday. Hopes to return on Monday. We all hope to return from ankle injuries after a couple days. Let's hope for the best. He's leading off and playing pretty well. Not great, but pretty, pretty well. Couple, couple homers, couple stolen bases. Hitting with a good average as usual. Scoring a ton of runs at the top of that order. So we could use Enrique back in our lives. Andrew Benintendi is expected to return to the Royals lineup on Tuesday after missing the last two games. With an elbow injury, he suffered after being hit by a pitch. So Benny Boy's hitting for average and uh, stealing bases. That's about it right now. No homers and four steals on the year for Benintendi. So not a lot going on there. Pretty empty stat line. But he's supposed to be back for you on Tuesday. This one was a shocker, especially coming from a a Giants guy here. Um, Alex Wood. Alex Wood, when the first reports came out about his hamstring injury that he suffered in Miami a couple weeks ago, the reports were he was going to miss quite a bit of time. They're thinking like six weeks or so. Like It's going to be a bit. Well, Alex Wood um, might not be out that long. He threw a bullpen session on Saturday, and it went very well, apparently. So now he's scheduled to throw a two-inning simulated game on Tuesday. If that goes well, they're going to start talking rehab assignment, and he could be back by the middle of May, way ahead of schedule. I know I dropped them in formats where I didn't have IL spots. I know a lot of other people did. If uh, Tuesday goes well, think about potentially stashing Alex Wood next weekend. That would be something to look into real soon. New York Yankees' Luis Severino to start his rehab assignment on Tuesday or Wednesday. If all goes well, maybe one more rehab assignment after that. And they're looking for an early May return for Luis Severino. And then Kenley Jansen of the Boston Red Sox, he's dealing with back tightness. You see, he kind of had a weird go of it a couple nights ago. Um, he sat out on Sunday, supposed to sit out the next few days, hopefully avoiding the IL, just let it heal on its own. And then the big man's back closing games for Boston. We'll have to wait and see how that plays out. Let's talk about some hitting highlights from your Sunday. Lots of offense around the diamond. Lots of offense. We'll start with Cal Raleigh, catcher for the Seattle Mariners. Big thumper. Went two for four with two home runs, three runs scored, four RBIs, and a walk. 
Big, big game for the big dumper. 233 average on the season, which kind of actually better than you'd expect from Cal Raleigh. He's more of a, he's like a 215 guy. He's 233. You'd take in a heartbeat. Five homers, 14 runs, 18 RBIs. He's getting that done, walking over 10%, which is great. The biggest bugaboo, and it's kind of expected with Cal Raleigh, is a 32.4% strikeout rate. If he can ever cut back on that, I think you would get like a 240 to 250 hitter with tons of power, but uh, that's just not his style right now. So keep an eye on that, but a, a good, good April for Cal Raleigh. Josh Young just keeps getting it done. Big fan of this kid. Two for four with a home run, a double, three runs, five RBIs, and a walk on Sunday as the Rangers, I think, won 15 to two or three against the Yankees. Just took the Yankees to t- out to the pasture um, in Texas. On the season now, Josh Young's hitting 270, six home runs, 18 runs scored, and 21 RBIs. Really getting it This is the guy we all wanted to see last season before he got hurt in spring training. Missed pretty much all of 2022. He's bringing it. Um, the only bugaboo and concern is he's striking out 32.4% of the time. That's something that definitely needs to get reined in a little bit, but we'll see how that plays out. I know I keep doing this, and I don't want to mention him every day, so I try to like make it every other day or so, but he just keeps producing, and it's one of those things with Brent Rooker. It's like age 28 that he finally figure it out. It looks like he may have. Brent Rooker's two for two with a home run, two runs scored, and two RBIs on Sunday. He's now hitting 353 with nine home runs, 14 runs scored, 22 RBIs, walking 16.3% of the time, 18.6% K rate. I've been writing them up. I do a bunch of waiver wire articles and for a couple weeks. He's like deep league streamer, this, that, and the other. This week I said he's a 12-team and deeper outfielder. Like he needs to be in the lineups. He's hitting lefties. He's hitting righties. Right at while he's hot. If he starts to stumble, he's an easy drop. Kind of the best players to have in my mind that you don't have to like think twice about. Oh, he's hitting a slump. See ya. It's a beautiful thing. Like Rooker isn't like that Jack Sawinski world. A lot of these little these outfielders that you can run with, run them while they're hot. When things go south, go a different direction. For more information on the top hitters, make sure you check out the Daily Batters Box over at PitcherList.com. Let's talk some starting pitching from your Sunday. This one made me chuckle, so I had to throw it in here. Jose Suarez, five shutouts innings with two hits, three walks, six strikeouts. First, the Brew Crew, where they hung over on Miller Light on Sunday because everybody is hitting Jose Suarez. Suarez had 13 whiffs. A 43% CSW on 77 pitches. Bonkers. That's an amazing start. That's a great start, Rosie Suarez. I need to see more. I'm not buying it just yet. He was so atrocious. And maybe this is a fault of mine. But I need to see more. And he's on a lot of waiver wires right now. But let's see what he does in his next start out here and go from there. But that's a, that was a, a heck of a start on Sunday for Jose Suarez. Sonny Gray keeps getting it done. Six innings, one earn, five hits, one walk, seven Ks. Um... With 17 whiffs, a 35% CSW on 95 pitches. Gray's been outstanding. The swing and misses have been there. The strikeouts have been there. Now has a .77 ERA on the season with 41 Ks and 35 innings pitched. He's been great. He, the, the, the Twins have, have got a lot of good things going with Gray and with Joe Ryan and Bailey Ober even now. Molly was looking good. So is Maeda, but now Maeda and Molly are beat up and out. You might get some uh, Varlin out there, which is great to see as well. Uh, Louis Varlin with Bailey Ober. They got the beneficiaries of the Maeda and Molly situation. So you got some youth movements, guys that have pitched really well going up there with Gray and Ryan. Lots to like if you're a Twins fan right now. Josiah Gray, six innings, one hit, one earned, three hit, three walks, six Ks. Keeps getting it done. 13 whiffs, 30% CSW, 105 pitches, 267 ERA on the season. Outstanding for Josiah Gray. Would like to see more strikeouts, but actually we used to see a lot of strikeouts on the home runs. 
He's changed his pitch mix up so much. Like Alex Chamberlain put out a great tweet over his last three years of um, you know his pitch mix essentially, and he was over like a fifty percent fastball guy three years ago, and that was his primary pitch. He was like down like in the thirties last year primary pitch. Now his primary pitch is a slider, and then I think it's his curve or his change, then his fastball. It's pretty impressive to see the development of a pitcher. That's what I talk about a lot. I know Nick and the guys talk about it a lot. You can't give up on certain guys. Like You need to look at the, the stuff this pitcher has, and then how can he best utilize it? And he's so young, he's starting to utilize it in a much, much better way. So it's good to see the retro side Gray. Make sure to tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Some relief pitching highlights from your Sunday here. Matt Brash picked up his first save. Yes, that Matt Brash that we were all excited to be a starter last year for the Mariners. He's been great out of the bullpen. Picked up his first save in the 10th inning after Paul Sewald uh, had a shutdown night. So Sewald was used in the high leverage. Extra innings, Matt Brash got the job done for Seattle in Toronto. And Alex Fast, favorite for you folks, Yanir Cano picked up his second save for the Orioles. He now has a 0.0 ERA. And maybe more impressively, a 0.0 whip over 11 innings with 12 strikeouts. Dude's filthy. The fast and others have been put out these gifts, the overlays of like the fastballs and the cutters and the curveballs, and the dude's disgusting. He is absolutely amazing. Uh, he's just pure filth is the way I look at it. So enjoy it, folks. Enjoy it. you got Bautista and Cano in the back end of that bullpen. That is pretty, pretty nice. Read the Daily Reliever Ranks article on PitcherList.com for more information about your relief pitching action. All right, before we get talking about Monday, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. Fads come and go, and nowhere more than in the world of weight loss. That's why Noom has created weight management programs that are made to last. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. So, stop chasing health trends and join the millions who have lost weight with Noom. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back, everybody, to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. Let's hear about Monday's weather with the one, the only, Mark Paquette. Thank you very much, Brian. Well, the good news today is there's not going to be any weather issues. After just a horrific couple days along the east coast, that storm finally exits slowly off the New England coast, and Major League Baseball is ready to go. Back to you. All right. Thanks, Mark. Always appreciate the insights there. If you're playing some DFS on this Monday, there's a the doubleheader, or there's at least one for sure, maybe a doubleheader between the uh, Braves and the Mets starts on Monday morning, so don't worry about that. Your DFS slate starts at 7.05 p.m. Eastern, 4.05 p.m. Pacific time, and it's a six-gamer. Not a big one. Nice little six-game slate. But when it comes to the bats, I want some Yankees versus Cal Quantrill, who's just pitching to way too much contact. You get the short porch there in Yankee Stadium. It should be a glorious one. And they give me the Toronto Blue Jays versus Corey Kluber. A lot of pitch to contact there as well. 
I'll have some fun in that matchup. On the pitcher side of things, though, it's pretty pretty interesting here. Luis Garcia going against the Giants. He's the highest-priced pitcher on the slate. Giants coming out of Mexico. Giants are just the Giants, period, striking out over 26% of the time. First right-handed pitching coming into Sunday's action. So Luis Garcia, I want to see if he can do it for a third straight outing. And then Mackenzie Gore going up against the Cubbies. Watch for the weather there in Washington. But really good spot there for Mackenzie Gore to continue this kind of you know coming-out party, which will be fun to see if he uh, continues to develop that on Monday. Things I am looking forward to on the Diamond on Monday, Luis Garcia and Jose Barrios. I kind of mentioned it with Luis Garcia versus the Giants. Uh, he's had back-to-back really good starts, two shutouts, like 13 innings, zero runs allowed over that. He's using the cutter a ton more, looking very effective. Uh, to me, I thought a lot of it was the pitch clock. He mentioned it even earlier in the season. Couldn't rock the baby, couldn't do all those things. Pitch mix change has been huge as well. So I'm curious to see where that keeps going with Luis Garcia. Great matchup versus the Giants. Similarly, Jose Barrios. Barrios has been much, much better this year. Couldn't get much worse, that's for sure. But he's been much, much better. I want to see how he does again in his matchup and uh, against Boston. Now, Boston is going to be hit or miss, literally hit or miss. So I'm curious to see how Barrios does. I mentioned Mackenzie Gore. Um, he's been outstanding. You know, we've been waiting for this. Saw a little bit of it with the Padres last season. Got traded. Didn't get to see much. He's kind of banged up. So Mackenzie Gore, does he keep it going at home against Chicago Cubs on Monday? And then last but not least, as always, it's Spencer Strider Day. We've said that for a couple days now with all the rain. It is a, assuming it'll get rained out again. It's Spencer Strider Day. So let's see how Spencer Strider does, does on Monday to kick off our day early in the morning. It's like a 1.05 p.m. Eastern start time, 10.05 Pacific. Get us started with some Spencer Strider. Take it into a six-game evening slate. Have us a heck of a Monday, folks. But that'll do it. Again, you can follow me on Twitter at BDNTrick. Make sure you go to PitcherList.com, become a member over there, PL Plus, PL Pro, all the great stuff they have to offer, the Discord, the tools, um, the future projections they're making, the draft kit for next year is already a part of the package, all kinds of great stuff over there at PitcherList.com, so go check that out, and more importantly, thanks for listening to the show. I hope you guys have a great Monday, I'll be back with you guys on Tuesday, but this was your first pitch podcast, May 1st edition, you will have a great day. This has been the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Twitter at PitcherList, and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.